You're listening to Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik. Welcome to Searching for Solutions. I'm your host, Walter Senzik. This show is powered by First Ontario Credit Union. First Ontario, uniting communities for sustainable futures. So what is Searching for Solutions? This is a show that's going to look at the issues facing our communities. The issues that we see around us. Homelessness, addictions, mental health, food insecurity, financial insecurity, the housing crisis. These issues have been a part of our communities. They're growing. You're seeing councils across Ontario declare emergencies around mental health, addictions, and homelessness. It's something that you can't turn away from, whether in your downtown Hamilton, downtown Niagara Falls, downtown Kitchener, Peterborough, there's urban poverty, there's rural poverty. It's something that has gotten to a point where we need to find real solutions. And what do solutions look like? That's what the show's about. So every week we're going to look at organizations, people who are doing things in a different way, establishing substantive outcomes. Because the easiest thing that we could do when we're faced with issues facing our communities, especially around homelessness and addictions, is you write that check, you show up at a fundraiser, as a business you sponsor an event, and you you think that that's what I could do. And so as mayor of the city of St. Catharines for the past eight years, now on the other side of the the desk and having an opportunity to look at my experience as mayor working in both the lower tier of municipality, but also at the regional tier and interacting with the province and federal government and seeing that there's a lot of money that has been directed towards these areas, but also seeing in real time people who are struggling. So wanting to get to a, wanting to, to get to a better place where we can talk about substantive solutions and they're there because I want to remind the listener that this isn't just a issue in one community. And I, I've lost track of how many times I've heard, well, this is, this is just a St. Catharines issue. This is just a Guelph issue. You know, this is just a Hamilton issue. Why, why is downtown Hamilton look the way it looks? Look at how many homeless people the council must not be doing anything. And I, I can assure you that all levels of government, they can see what's happening. Are they acting in a, in a way that's creating long-term solutions? That's something that we're going to be talking about. The community organizations, they are on the front lines. And I could tell you they're exhausted. The crisis that is facing our communities has exhausted the energies of a lot of these organizations. They're, they're resource depleted. They're, the human capital is exhausted. And they're in positions where it has become so overwhelming that seeing the, the pathway to a solution has become 
even more challenging. But there are bright lights. There are people who are making a disruptive difference. And I I like that word disruptive because we can get into habits. We can get into this is the way we've always done things. We've we've had these kind of fundraisers. We've we've had these kind of business or these kind of social program rollouts. We've had this approach from a business to always provide a certain level of funding or 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 or, a, or giving in a certain space, but breaking those habits and looking to disrupt what's happening. Disruption is something that does happen in business frequently. When we when we look at innovation, innovation is driven by disruption. And so if we take that approach and we look at these social challenges and we look at mental health, we look at addictions, we look at homelessness, we look at the housing crisis, we, we look at food insecurity and we take a disruptive lens to that, what does that look like? So in today's inaugural show, of Searching for Solutions. We're going to be talking with Lloyd Smith, CEO of First Ontario Credit Union. And they had developed a a model based on a, a partnership with a development company called Pantera and a social agency provider, Bethlehem Housing. And they created a, a financial model that resulted in a 127-unit social housing complex in downtown St. Catharines. And it's a unique model. It's one that hasn't really been attempted before. And you're going to hear from Lloyd about the challenges. You're going to hear from Lloyd about how that model fits into the culture of First Ontario, how a financial institution was able to see its way to investing in a social housing project that wasn't about what is the highest rate of return that a financial institution can get. Just imagine if financial institutions looked at social housing from a investment perspective and said, this is not about how do we make more money in a quarterly profit, but how do we invest in something that is going to generate returns on the actual human investments, the people who are living now in those spaces that will be able to contribute to society for years to come. So it's a blending of not just the return on investment on a quarterly profit margin, but the ability to stretch that financial investment out over decades to ensure people have housing. It's a disruptive thought. And That's the conversation that we're going to be having here on Searching for Solutions. So joining me after the break, we have Lloyd Smith, CEO of First Ontario Credit Union, and you're listening to Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik, powered by First Ontario Credit Union, First Ontario, uniting communities for sustainable futures. You're listening to Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik. Now back to Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik. Welcome back to Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik, powered by First Ontario Credit Union. First Ontario, uniting communities for sustainable futures. And as I said, we were talking before the break, Searching for Solutions is focused on examining the challenges we are facing as communities with a lens of looking for real solutions to these significant and complex issues. I'll be talking with people working the front lines of issues and those working on policies and developing strategies and programs that demonstrate real, substantive impacts on our communities. To tackle these issues, 
I believe we all need to play a part. Businesses, government, academia, not-for-profits, along with community groups and faith-based organizations. When I started to develop the concept for the show, I got to thinking. I got to think about strong community partners. And who could I partner with on a show like this that would be aligned with what we want to talk about on Searching for Solutions? And at the top of that list was First Ontario Credit Union. I had an opportunity to get to know Lloyd. Lloyd Smith is the CEO of First Ontario Credit Union. We've gotten to know each other over the years. And what I found about Lloyd was he has the ability to see beyond the horizon, see the opportunities to build success through an organization from the bottom up to the top, to be able to drive change, positive change, to be a part of a community, and to understand that being in a community means being a part of the community. And that's really what First Ontario, to me, what I've seen in the communities that First Ontario serves across the province is that's that's where the success is. It's about being in a community and being a part of it. And Lloyd began his career in 1990 working at Family Savings and Credit Union in Niagara. And the fun story there is that was my family's credit union, my dad and mom. I still remember those, the calendars and the those deposit books. I remember all of those spaces as a, as a kid going there with my mom as she made deposits. And my dad actually became a board member after he retired from General Motors and very fond memories. And to see what the company has become, what the credit union has become now is, 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 is driven by leaders like Lloyd. And he's been very actively involved in the community as a graduate of Brock University. And it's for me to have Lloyd here today joining me on the first episode of Searching for Solutions is really an alignment, alignment of thinking, alignment of how to be a part of a community. And it's great to have someone like Lloyd here for the first one. Welcome to the show, Lloyd. Well, thank you very much, uh, Walter. And uh, yeah, it's my pleasure to be here today. Really appreciate the support for Searching for Solutions. And when you think about the show and, and how this this show is going to be about shining a light on how to create solutions around the social issues that are facing our communities. How do you, how do you find the alignment with First Ontario? Again, I think from the perspective of just being a credit union, I mean, the credit union is really about people helping people. And so I always like to say that, uh, again, in this case, there's so many different social issues that are plaguing society today. And if we can do our small part, then again, I think that's an important piece of, you know, how we can, uh, I guess, uh, be a business uh, within a community, but certainly addressing some of these social issues. So for me, I always say it's like, it's within the DNA of the credit union. It's, 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 it goes back to the original roots a hundred years ago, people helping people. And that's really the business model of the credit union. And that really is something that to touch on because the, the origins of a credit union and ex- expand on that of, how the origins of the Niagara Credit Union becoming the first Ontario, there was really how people, farmers, people were helping people. Well, exactly. I mean, again, again, you go back many, many years ago. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, uh, first Ontario has been around for 83 years. Um, again, our original charter dates back into the 1940s, but it really was at the time, it was just about, you know, how uh, people coming together uh, within their community, those that had money, those that needed basically a loan to maybe you know buy a home or what it might be, and that's really the original uh, roots, if you will, about how credit got started. 
I think we've all watched many times over our, our lives around Christmas time. What's a wonderful life and, you know, the savings alone. I mean, every time I watch it, it just brings back you know, in my mind. That's really the sort of the original business model is about people within the community helping each other. And while we become, you know, much more, uh, obviously much larger and, 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 and you know, spread out more complica- complicated, I guess, in terms of how the business is run. But uh, those original roots are still within the DNA, I call it, of the credit union. And when you look at your strategic plan for First Ontario, I've had an opportunity to, to take a look at it. And we hear a lot about environmental, social, and corporate governance. So it's, it's often referred to as ESG. And it's the set of practices that a company makes operational within its, its overall operations performance and, and how it ties into where the, the business wants to go. And so you look at the environmental piece, what is its, its environmental impacts? We look at the social piece and it's how it interacts with its employees, its customers, its community as a whole. And how does that fit into you, the strategic vision? How does, how does that thread itself through work, what First Ontario is, is, is setting the horizon for? Yeah. So in, 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 I guess late or maybe. You know, during 2022, we embarked on a review of our strategic plan for uh, the next little while, and uh, we landed on what we call Imagine 2026. So we're in a four-year strap plan that started on January 1st, 2023. Um, there's sort of what I call six goal streams, four that are more sort of financial and related to um, those aspects of, of, of being a credit union in terms of the, the products and services that we provide to our membership. But we also looked at it from the standpoint of, again, we, we, we always say, you know, we're more than just uh, accrediting here for, for financial reasons, we'll say. I mean, obviously, that's the main piece. But we do believe uh, very much that we have um, a, a different purpose. And that, that is a social purpose. And that social purpose is what you've described already, which is United Communities for Sustainable Future. Um, and then aspect of ESG is one where, again, we felt it was important to you know, I would say uh, frame up the activities that we're going to embark on over the next four years in and around that environmental, social, and governance aspects. And the reason for it is because, like again, as I said earlier, I mean, there's so many social issues plaguing us as uh, as as, uh, as you know people in today's society here that I really feel we need to uh, use uh, the power of the credit union, and I call it the, the platform that I'm blessed to have as the CEO and try to really bring awareness to some social issues and be a you know, part of the solution. I don't want to talk about it. I want to actually roll my sleeves or use the power of the credit union's platform to impact change in a positive way to resolve you know, some of these uh, ever-growing social issues that are plaguing, unfortunately, uh, society today. And it's interesting because you really did roll up your sleeves. And after the break, we're going to be talking with Lloyd further about First Ontario's partnership with Bethlehem Housing and Pantera Development Company here in Niagara that led to a unique approach to financing and building a much-needed social housing complex here in St. In Catharines. So stay, stay tuned. We've got a lot more to come up. This is Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik, powered by First Ontario Credit Union. First Ontario, Uniting Communities for Sustainable Futures. You're listening to Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik. Now back to Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik. Welcome back to Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik. Powered by First Ontario Credit Union. 
First Ontario, Uniting Communities for Sustainable Futures. And before the break, I'm talking with Lloyd Smith, CEO of First Ontario Credit Union. And we were talking about the core values of First Ontario and the strategic vision that Lloyd and his team have developed that are an example of how a business can extend into a community and how through the vision and strategy of a business, it could help those who are struggling in our communities. And and Lloyd, there was a quote that I had read. It was, a tri- it was attributed to you and it, it goes like this. It is the responsibility of First Ontario to invest our profits in the needs of the communities our members live and work in. And that is what credit unions do. But again, so often, Lloyd, businesses are asked for money to support a cause, and it's the easy thing to do. Provide some money to an organization and check a box. The hard part is really looking to see if there's a way to have substantive and long-term impacts on social issues. And when it comes to social housing, I think you found a way. Talk to us about the unique partnership that resulted in the building of 127 social housing units in downtown St. Catharines. This is supportive and transitional housing. Talk about how that project came to be from First Ontario. Yeah, I was. I think I was um, introduced first to uh, Sunil, and then I was invited to a meeting in downtown St. Catharines at Solo Mahoney. Um, and I remember just they were going around the table, we were making introductions, and you know why you're here. And I mean, I, I knew I was there, but I, I answered it basically because I felt like. I had the what I call the power of a you know cooperative credit union that really believes in community and believed that our profits are for a higher purpose, and I I had that sort of behind me and I had sort of I guess you know I, I'll call it a financial intellect that I could lend and help and be part of a solution, and for me that was really what it was about. It was really about you know first the introduction with Sunil and being asked why I was here and it was just really well using the power of the credit union. And at the time, obviously, I wasn't the CEO at the time, but I certainly had the uh, capability to bring an idea for, you know, forward to our board um, about you know, how to really, you know, really just bring a solution of how to build housing, not talk about it, but really like, like get involved and figure out how to actually make this happen. And so housing is, has, been, and has been identified as a, as a crisis in Ontario in fact, it's across the country. There's there's a need for all types of housing. In terms of this partnership, can you speak to the challenges that had to be overcome in order to make this project a a, a real substantive project in a community like St. Catharines? Well, certainly, like any development project, um, you're, you're dealing with uh, just normal building issues around. Uh, environmental uh, issues, uh, planning issues, uh, making sure that you get from a financial point of view. I mean, it did have to; it had to make financial sense. There's, there's no, there's no way to avoid that. You have to make certain that when the building is up and running, that it actually can be sustainable. Um, obviously, working on that in conjunction with uh, the city of St. Catharines, obviously, uh, as well as the Niagara uh, Regional Niagara. Great support from uh, from you know our, our our governments to support this project, but I would say you know the challenge is just really putting it all together for the first time. I mean, when you're looking at a what I would call a sort of a not for profit or an affordable housing project, that's much different than a rental uh, complex being built or a condo project being built for profit. 
And as I said, the, the, the financial model is much different. So you've got the same kind of building issues, but at the same time, you don't have the same kind of financial uh, inflow of cash that you m- normally have if you're building a condo or building a an apartment building for for for, for profit as normal people or as, as you know, other builders would do. So those challenges were just something that we we faced, and it was a really a, a first time through as well. So everyone was kind of learning on how we're going to put this together. The various agreements that we had with the cities and Catharines of the region uh, were very instrumental in sort of helping us get this project off the ground. Um, I, I would say just the, the the nature of of of, of this kind of what we call a three P partnership. Right. Uh, it was very unique in the fact that it was being done from an affordable perspective rather than one that would be more catered towards. Uh, for profit. And, and that's where I, I want to touch on that one because for a financial institution to get involved in a project like this, we often think about financial institutions looking for that return, and I'll use the word a, a healthy return on investments. In this case, the driver is the driver that healthy return because it doesn't seem like in a social housing complex, it's it's not a, it. The, the the length of time to to draw that investment out. How do you, as the CEO, how do you go to your board and say this is a this is a project that here's the return on investments and it's more than just a financial return? Well, I, I think you you think you just you nailed it. I mean, obviously there is a or there was a business case that's put together. Um, you know, I have, I have a fiduciary responsibility for about 130,000 members. I have to ensure that obviously um, the organization is run, well capitalized, all that kind of good stuff. But I also feel, and that goes again and back to our purpose and why we're, we're, we're you know, we have this this purpose statement of United Community Sustainable Future is that we do believe we have a obligation as as a as a, as a business uh, in in our community to try to support people, and uh, so we don't have to have the the maximum returns that let's say a for-profit developer or builder would have. It was important for us that we create housing stock, that we be part of the solution on how to do that. It has to be a sustainable project, but we don't need to have maximum like profit maximization is not in our in our in our vocabulary when it comes to uh, North Church Court. Um, it was really about how can we create 127. Um, Homes for, for, for people in our community provide a safe, secure, family friend. Uh, so proud. We have a daycare. We have an outdoor playground for kids and it's in a very safe and secure area. And I think that's what it's about. I mean, being in business, um, I think you have to give back. And the creating model is obviously different than, let's say, another business model. But at the same time, I do think that the creating, you know, sort of values and the principles of being a cooperative organization. I think you can be in a profit business, but you can also have those kind of, uh, you know, sort of social, corporate social responsibilities to your community. Because if you're in business, you're typically getting your, your, let's say your, your wealth or whatever you're, you're trying to do from people in community. So I think, I, I think business works when it has a strong community uh, supporting it. And I think it has to go both ways. And so with a project like this, and, and it is a very unique solution to creating housing, much needed social housing in communities, First Ontario is, is located across the province. Is this, a, is this a kind of model that you can see being replicated? We certainly hope so. Um, they, they say that the first one is always the hardest, and it certainly took a long time to get the project uh, to completion. Obviously, we, we 
We were still constructing through COVID, so we had that to deal with. But the model is something that can be replicated uh, throughout Ontario, throughout Canada, quite frankly. I do hope, uh, because again, I, I, I just was in Victoria about a month ago, and um, you, you're seeing homelessness everywhere. I don't think it matters where you are in, in Canada. And I do feel that this model is something that can be replicated, and I do hope that uh, you know more people do pick it up and try to figure out how they can create something. Um, I, I just, I just, I do feel that it's just something that uh, that 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 can be and should be, and we're we're looking at it right now. Actually, um, you, you mentioned uh, throughout Ontario. Obviously, uh, we have a large uh, membership in the uh, Hamilton area. And we're working right now with an organization called uh, Hamilton as Hall. And there's like-minded individuals and obviously organizations that are together. And we're trying to be part of that solution in terms of creating more housing stock for, for, for people in need. And the need has never been greater. And I know that when I started this journey about, say, uh, five, six years ago, and uh, in, in obviously St. Catharines, that I have a region there, um, yeah, I, I, I was somewhat, uh, let's say, uh, naive if I could use that, uh, to what uh, people in our community are dealing with and how great the need is to create what I call a safe, secure, family-friendly uh, home for, for everybody. And I feel everybody deserves that right. And that's a, a key part. And, and as, as a takeaway message for businesses, and I, I often find as someone who's able to be in the community and talk to, to different groups, I, I find businesses are in a place where, how, do, how can I help? I'm, I'm aware. I see the issues. But what could I do as a business? What, you, what would your message be for business people that are looking to to do something? Well, as you said, I think the easiest thing is to, to write a check, but the hardest part is to sort of get involved. And then in this case, we, we embarked on a very ambitious project of actually getting the organization into a co-development with Pantera, as you mentioned earlier. Um, I, like, I, I only know that way. I, I only know about sort of rolling your sleeves and trying to get involved and, uh, uh, I would think that uh, if there's organizations that can be uh, put together to create housing, I know there's been some discussions. I, 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 I've, I've talked to a few people in the Niagara region about what they're trying to do. And I think that's what it would be is to sort of just lend your expertise. Like for me, it wasn't as much as like I had the power of the credit union and sure we could, we could write a, a check to sort of support the, the, the endeavor. And obviously along with our partners, we could do that. But I, I, mean, I do think it's um, uh, just taking taking the opportunity to go through that whole experience of what it's like to sort of build something. It was, uh, it was a very unique experience, but very rewarding when I drive by. And today I see that building and know that's going to stand up for, you know, decades in the future and probably long after I'm here, uh, you know, here, here on the planet. So I, 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 don't, I, I think, uh, Walter, I think it's just be more than just sort of writing a check and trying to figure out how you can use your support. There's so many very uh, in, intelligent, creative, innovative people in business in, in the Niagara region and elsewhere throughout Ontario. Um, I think if you come with that approach that just use your experience and your, your I call it your, 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 your years of experience and intellect uh, on how to basically problem solve, which they do every day in business, and apply it to this issue of affordable housing, I do feel that uh, what we've created and, and, and shown here in St. Catharines can be replicated in other communities uh, throughout Ontario. And that's what I'm hoping that people will see with this project, then the project on, on Church Street, and it's a partnership with Bethlehem Housing and Pantera, a development company, and First Ontario Credit Union Lloyd. You've led by example, and when we talk about searching for solutions, as part of the first show, 
that we will be talking about solutions moving forward. Couldn't have thought of a better way to demonstrate a model that really broke the broke through some of the the clutter that we're seeing and really becomes disruptive. You've you've developed something in a partnership that is making a difference in people's lives. Well done. Well, thank you very much for having me on today. Thank you very much. And that's Lloyd Smith, CEO for First Ontario Credit Union. We're going to be taking a break. And after the break, we'll be talking more about what solutions look like as we talk about the complex issues facing our community. You're listening to Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik. Now back to Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik. All right. Welcome back. And thank you to tuning into Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik, powered by First Ontario Credit Union. First Ontario, Uniting Communities for Sustainable Futures. Before the break, I was talking with Lloyd Smith, CEO of First Ontario Credit Union. We were talking about their role in a really creative social housing development in St. Catharines that included Bethlehem Housing and a private developer called Pantera. And it's a 127-unit complex. It is very unique, and it it delivered real results. If only it could be replicated across this country. Joining me now is CEO and Chairman of Pentera, Sunil Bahadur Singh. Welcome to the show, Sunil. Hi, Walter. Thank you for having me. So, in in terms of this project, why was creating a new way to building social housing important to you as a private business? Why it was important to us is, um, I think, bottom line, it was the right thing to do to build our community. And, you know, we were coming off uh, a multi-purpose residential and we looked around and there was not enough units to serve our country for affordable housing. So um, we, we, from our standpoint, we looked at it and tried to figure out how can we build a solution that could be replicated by other developers and governments and social agencies to solve a problem that is widespread in Canada. And uh, looking at the homelessness right now across North America, we just felt there was a better way. And within us as business people, we we just wanted to, to try and contribute something, um, I would say more as a legacy, as we were getting older in our careers. And so... And, uh, with that, right. Sunil, and the important piece is replicating this because you really put a lot of thought into this project and, and how it's financed and the partnership with a housing provider and a financial institution. Can this be replicated? Uh, I believe so, and, and, and that's why we did it. The key thing is um, working together uh, with, with basically the social agencies to try and establish what their need is. And then working together with uh, local governments, municipal and federal as well, to, to try and find a way to to not only, uh, you know, I would say, get through the tape and bureaucracy of building a building and having having it serve a business need. This is not uh, a project that's going to yield profit. It's going to be a very long-term play, and it has to be one that's thought through and executed. Um, from the standpoint of, and you can only do it working together with all three parties and having them all have the same guidelines uh, and and same uh, focus. And that's where the solution comes from. It's finding the right partners, but also you've created a model that 
is is really long lasting and and is having an immediate impact. Yeah, you've got to focus really on long term sustainability of the building, and you've got to focus as well on assuming a long term responsibility of care. So, trying the you know the current model right now uh, within Canada or most countries is a lot of the units are in disrepair that are existing right now, and a lot of agencies or governments or businesses don't have enough to, you know, address the needs of, of fixing on those units. So if you're building something and it's going to be lasting, you've got to focus on building like something that can last, um, service the needs now and service the needs in the future. So maintaining the building has got to be a key aspect and, and also the needs of the, uh, the tenants within the building. In the coming episodes of Searching for a Solution, we're going to be looking a lot more at housing, and I want to have you back on the show to talk about the financial model, to talk about the how you built the partnership and get into more of the details. But I want to say thank you for taking the time to join us today and really showing us what a solution could look like. No problem. And that was Sunil Bahadur Singh, who is the CEO chairman of Pantera, completes the picture from how to build social housing in our community and that's the, that's the focus of searching for solutions. In the upcoming episodes, we're going to be talking about housing, looking at the housing crisis and getting a better understanding, a better understanding of what the housing crisis is doing in communities. And so we want to peel apart the housing spectrum, look at the social housing, look at transitional and rent geared to income, look at purpose-built and rental housing and see how we can look at projects like the one that we learned about today with First Ontario, Pantera and Bethlehem Housing and look at other solutions. Look at who is doing what in communities to accelerate these builds. We've got governments who have talked about investing in housing. We've got the provincial government who has talked about building 1.5 million housing units. But the reality is we need to know what kind of housing and where is the housing needed most. And so we're going to do some deep dives on that. But the focus is going to be on the solution. We're going to look at those disruptors, just like we learned about today. The model that we learned about is a disruption model. It's looking at a new way of financing at the same time as finding a developer that's, that's willing to put the effort into a longer-term project. So you've got a, a financial model that is much farther in the horizon than what some developers are looking for here today and working with a housing provider like Bethlehem. In future episodes, I'm going to bring on uh, Bethlehem Housing to come onto the show and, and talk about what they do to provide for those who are living in their units. In future episodes of Searching for Solutions, we're also going to be talking about mental health, addictions. We're going to be looking at the solutions in those spaces. We're going to be talking about food insecurity, income inequality. And in each case, as I talked about at the beginning of this inaugural episode of Searching for Solutions, we're going to be looking for the dis disruptors. In business, we look at those who disrupt the, their, their sector 
as the sort of leaders. They're the ones that create the new types of opportunity, whether it be in computer sciences, whether it be in automotive, whether it be in energy production. We want to apply that same kind of concept to searching for solutions is looking for the disruptor models that are in there. And, you know, we'll look, we'll look to Portugal and look at decriminalization of drugs. Did that have an impact and was the impact substantive enough to market as a, as a solution? We'll look at, uh, at safe consumption sites. We'll look at basic income guarantee. We're going to look at these areas with the lens of, is it a solution that we all can get behind? And if it is, how do we, how do we amplify it? So with today's model that we've been learning about on this show, we're hoping we can see more financial institutions and development companies and service providers get together. And the government is going to have to play a role. We're going to have to see more effort from the federal and provincial governments to create the financial modeling, the investments that will also help to accelerate these type of models. And that's something that we'll be looking forward to having those conversations as well. Housing should be a right here in Canada, not a privilege. So in the coming weeks, we're going to continue to search for solutions. And we're going to continue to do that with those who are doing innovative, innovative things. The approaches that they're taking are different. So I want to say thank you to First Ontario Credit Union for their support. They are the sponsor of the show. And I also want to say thank you to the CEO, Lloyd Smith, for joining us today from First Ontario, to Sunil Bahadur Singh from Pantera for joining me as well. And I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. If you have any questions or ideas or comments, please feel free to reach out to me at any time on my social channels, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. You can get me all at all those channels, or you can send me an email to Walter at waltersenzik.com. Again, thanks for tuning in to Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik, powered by First Ontario Credit Union. First Ontario, uniting communities for sustainable futures. You're listening to Searching for Solutions with Walter Senzik. 